This episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is sponsored by the most awesome Nick B, Elizabeth, Mikey H, Anthony A, Matt N, Black Cat, Miss Tab, and the OT Gourmet Geek. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash Final Girls Horrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. And welcome back for the 85th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. And on today's episode, we'll be discussing some films that feature men who hear voices, basically. Yep. We're talking about Stir of Echoes and frailty for you new listeners we are a spoiler heavy podcast so continue at your own risk stir of echoes is currently available to rent on shutter and frailty is currently on prime uh which is also known as amazon prime i never know how to say that anymore they switched it and then i don't know if other people know they switched it i know so, i always just call it amazon like my apple tv has this prime video so yeah but, but i still say open amazon and it knows what i mean so yeah. I don't know. It's Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime Video, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's where it is. So check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler sensitive listener. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Nun with a September 7th release date. It's directed by Corin Hardy, who has done quite a few short films, as well as the film The Hollow. And it's written by Gary Doberman, who wrote Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, It, he's writing It Too, uh, and Wolves at the Door. And the story is by Gary Doberman and James Wan. The IMDb summary is, A priest named Father Burke is sent to Romania to investigate the mysterious death of a nun. This was just released... Today or yesterday or, I don't know, recently. Very recently. Seems fun. Yeah, I didn't really get anything from the trailer. It's a tr- it's a teaser trailer, so yeah. that's fine. Um, it looks as you'd think it would. I'm going to say it didn't really do anything for me, honestly. Like, I think The Nun looks creepy, so I'm down to watch it, but... The nun looks creepy, but in the trailer, they had that nun with, like, the blacked out face, and but it just mm-hmm. looked like a nun with, like, like, you couldn't see her features, obviously, but it just looked like, like a person in a nun costume with, like, a black stocking or something over her face. Yeah, like, it didn't know, really look any, like, creepy to me. Yeah, you know, like, those Halloween costumes where they put the black netting mm-hmm. over the face, so it looks like there's no face? That's all it looked like. Yeah. It wasn't that exciting. It wasn't weird or creepy, or it didn't, like, make me feel uncomfortable at all. No, I think that they could have made that trailer creepier. I was expecting the trailer to look creepier. Same. Yeah. But, I mean, it could but, you know, I liked easily it. still be creepy. <laughs> I liked it. Annabelle Creation was all right. Yeah. I never saw Wolves at the Door. Did Me you either. see that? No, I've no? been meaning to watch it, though. Yeah. Because why not? That one out yet. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not that excited about it. Although I remember when they said they were making a nun movie, I'm like, that could be all right. I feel like I was always like, well, okay. It's going to be a big blockbuster. I'm honestly kind of, I'm kind of over the Conjuring series. I'm just saying, I don't know why. I just like, I still like the the Conjuring and the Conjuring 2, but I think people like love them more than I do. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely favor the first one over the second one, I think. But I enjoyed them both, but I don't need anything else. Yeah, I'm good. Like, we can just move on to something different. Yeah. I guess it is different. I mean, it's not, like, a based on a real story or anything. This was just James Wan's, like, imagination, right? Came yeah. up with this nun. Um, so, I mean, that's cool. It's original, at least somewhat. Uh, 
it could be good. It could go either right it way, really honestly. I'm I'm going to need a full-length trailer, I think. Totally. <laughs> this gave me really nothing, and I'm not impressed based on what I saw. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be good. Yep. Sorry if I sound echoey, by the way. I'm recording in a different space. I don't even my think home. you sound echo. Like, I can't hear it. Really? I can, like, hear an echo in my room, but I'm super sensitive to it. I'm b- literally building an office. Uh, like, currently, my office is being built. But, and it will be awesome and soundproof, and I'll have a whole space, and my internet won't be shitty when I'm in there. So, I'm, like, really excited about that. But it's <laughs> it, it probably is, like, at least another month away. So. <laughs> It's fine. You sound fine. You sound beautiful. <sighs> beautiful. You know what? You sound beautiful, Carly. Okay? <laughs> Thank you, you do. Thanks. Also, echoes. Speaking of echoes. Speaking of echoes, what a perfect segue into the first film that we're talking about today, <laughs> which is 1999's Stir of Echoes, uh, directed by David, is it Coop? Cope? Coep? Cope? Cope? I'm going to go with Coep. Coep. I like it. Um, who also directed Secret Window and Premium Rush with one of my faves, JGL, even though I never saw that movie. So whatever. Um, <laughs> the novel was written by Richard Matheson. And then David Coop also wrote the screenplay. And he also co-wrote Jurassic Park. So does really anything else matter? No. No, it doesn't. else matters. The IMDb and summary. Nothing else matters. <laughs> it doesn't. When Jurassic Park is involved... I don't need anything else. Was that Creed? What was that that I just said? I don't know. If it was Creed, I don't know. Because I don't know any Creed songs except oh, for that one on. song. I swear to God, I don't. You are except too for that, cool for that school. One, no, it's just like, oh. I'm sorry. If you like Creed, not my bag. No one likes Creed. No one likes Creed, do they? Someone likes Creed. No one likes Creed. They, they make a lot of money or have made I need to look it up. Nothing else. Oh, oh, oh that's Metallica. <laughs> Well, there you go. I didn't know that song either. I was, not Creed. I was, I was like hearing it in a Creed voice, not in like a James Hatfield's voice. I can totally hear it in a Creed voice if it makes you feel right? any better. So. Okay, cool. Okay, thanks. As covered by Creed in Amy's head. <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate mail for just calling Metallica Creed. Whoopsies. Have we mentioned we're drinking? I'm totally sticking, keeping this in. See, and oh, yeah. you thought this wouldn't be a good episode. Hundred percent, you should look at 100%. us go. Look at us, look at us fly <laughs> right into the fan of anger. I think you need to <laughs> the fan of anger. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Carly and I have been having issues. Let me rephrase that. I have been having issues, and Carly has been graciously dealing with my issues. <laughs> Not so graciously. And then and then stopped graciously dealing and with And then I was issues. just like, or we could just record this weekend. It's and fine. Then, and then I apologized and made goofy <laughs> gifts of myself, making a fool out of myself. She and, did. She uh, actually made a gif and sent it to me and also sent puppies. Mm-hmm. And I drank a half glass of wine. So we're in a good place. And I said, and I said please, please. <laughs> <laughs> and here I was at like, it was just like, 45 minutes ago, I was like worried about being late because I thought that my the wine that I was pouring was a screw top, but it wasn't. And so I had to find a wine key. And I was like, I don't have time for this. But I had to have time for this because I needed this glass See, of wine you had so all bad. The time for it. You could always just push the cork down and then put a crazy straw in it. And then I yeah, then I got to drink hack, the whole Carly. thing and Life I can't hack. go to work tomorrow and nobody's happy at me, especially myself because I'm hungover. Well, nobody's happy at me ever, so that's fine. <laughs> I'm happy at you. Aw, hearts. Back okay. to the movie. Yeah, BT are you going to read the summary? I think yeah. you need to read the summary. I, yeah. I interrupted you with Creed. <laughs> I mean, good. Metallica. Whoever it was. Uh, the IMDb summary is, after being hypnotized by his sister-in-law, a man begins seeing haunting visions of a girl's ghost, and a mystery begins to unfold around him. Ooh. Now, I watched this before you, I think. You did, yeah. Very important is that Paris from Gilmore Girls is in this movie. So important. For a hot second. Arguably the most important part of this movie. Absolutely. Paris from Gilmore Girls is in it. For sure. And then the chick from Once Upon a Time, and she was also Ted's girlfriend in a few episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, she looked familiar. The dead girl. Yeah. 
I was going to say spoiler alert, and then I was like, no, I'm talking on my podcast. Spoiler <laughs> heavy. My spoiler heavy podcast. It's a spoiler heavy podcast. It's fine. Um, I haven't seen this since like high school, I think. Yeah. Same. It's been a while. It's been a while. I really like it. It's still so good. It really is. I didn't, I don't think I realized this was from 1999. I don't know when I thought it was from, but, um, or remember, I don't really remember when I saw it, to be honest with you either. Like, but I, it was, I remember I told you like what stood out in my mind is the fingernails Mm -hmm. going backwards. And that's like the one thing that I think about when it happened like four times, I was like, each time it always made me feel uncomfortable. It is. It's a very uncomfortable scene. I really remembered the the sister-in-law relationship with Kevin Bacon. And I remembered like the hypnosis part of it. And I remembered the whole end. Like I remembered the ghost and what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that the son could see really well. And I even remembered some lines from it. Like I remembered the the guy telling him that his son has a much better flashlight than he does. Um, but I didn't remember like the beginning of it at all, but I remembered the end of it almost perfectly. So it was, it was weird. I, 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 for a movie I haven't seen for so long it, and I don't even think I've seen it that many times. It really stuck with me. Um, I really remembered a lot of it. I'm kind of surprised because usually I watch these movies. I'm like, I don't even like frailty is a great example. I saw that movie a long time ago. I, I remembered the twist and that's it. Like, I didn't remember basically the entire plot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, kind of surprised this one. I just remembered all of it. And I, I really enjoy it. I mean, for the most part, it really withstands the, the test of time. And the 90s wasn't a great time period for horror at all, really. Or even early 2000s. Let's remember just- Scream is in 97. I, Scream being the exception. I know what you did last summer. I really no, like that. I mean, I, I know movie. what you did last summer is fun, <laughs> but that movie is not good. <laughs> I love it. We should do an episode on that. It's been a while since I've seen that. Hundred percent. We should do one um, and two. I'm just saying, like, th- there's definitely some horror movies you mean, from though. from the '90s that I enjoy, but that doesn't mean that they're good. This yeah. is actually good. This is a really. Um, this is a strong, a strong movie. Um, this should be up there with with. Um, with like a sixth sense or something because mm-hmm. it's, it's around the same time period and it, it it's good like i think it's just as maybe not as scary but almost as scary as sixth sense um there's some really creepy stuff in this movie um i don't know i like that there's a creepy kid but he's not that creepy he doesn't have the dark circles or call his he's not mother. like weird about it yeah like he's like i don't want to talk about this because it makes mom really uncomfortable and you're yeah. like you acknowledge that and you're a child, which is creepy in and of itself that like <laughs> he's lo- like a- a responsible. I don't know if that's the right word but enough to be like, I'm fine talking about ghosts. It makes mom feel uncomfortable. So we should probably table this yeah. for a little bit. Like that's yeah. an adult thing to do. <laughs> it totally is. It, I know grown men that don't have that kind mm-hmm. of insight. <laughs> in fact, Seriously. most grown men don't. <laughs> Very sorry. accurate. Take I'm a sorry. note. Yeah. From little kid from Stereo yeah, <laughs> take a class from this baby child. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that they use like real hypnosis technique mm-hmm. in it, and I it was really fun to like read the trivia from it, and that they like had to put a musical accent on the end of the sequence to like wake up people that might have been like affected by it. Oh. Which is like, wait, 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 tell me more because I didn't get to read your notes. So it's like the the hypnosis sequence basically follows actual techniques used by professional hypnotists. And because like in order to like make sure that the audience didn't like fall asleep and like the some like super susceptible people have actually fallen asleep to this movie. I think she was talking about like 8% of the population is like severely sensitive to it or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So they included a musical accent at the end of the sequence to make sure to like wake anybody up that had been like affected by it. That's crazy. I know. I, I, 
I definitely felt a little bit like I definitely felt very relaxed when mm-hmm. she was telling that. And I loved like the theater, mm-hmm. um, like seeing the image of the theater and, you know, the theater is like changing as she's describing it. I love that sequence. The whole thing's really great. And like it's a painted black and the the um, it's like an old timey theater and there's words on the screen, but you can't make them out. Um, I really I really enjoyed all of it. And I I could see kind of being somewhat hypnotized by that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't think I noticed the music. I don't think I did either. But now that like, I know that I want to go back. um, And at least check out that one part. Because it's that's super interesting. I think it's super interesting. Very, very interesting. Um. I don't. I like uh, kind of how this makes Kevin Bacon's character a better person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he kind of seems like a shitbag at first, but we quickly come to care about him. Like finding out that his wife is pregnant, his reaction was really awful. It was terrible. <laughs> it was really awful. He did find out in a shit way. I think that the sister-in-law and he have a really interesting weird relationship but at the same time like she gets it she's like like i give him a lot of shit but you guys are like a perfect couple like she gets it but she's still like protective or whatever over her sister yeah but it's yeah but he quickly apologizes and like comes back It just seems like this insight really does make him a better person. And I know that that was um, Lisa's intent when she opened his mind. I don't Mm -hmm. think he was expecting Mm -hmm. this. Um, I don't think she was expecting that. No, she wasn't at all. Uh, But it was kind of nice to see that dynamic and and kind of how he evolves. He evolves very quickly, I think. Um, He becomes like crazy obsessed about figuring out what's like invading his brain um pretty pretty fun to watch i, yeah. I think uh, you know i love the guitar scene where he's trying to figure out the song he keeps hearing over and over again mm-hmm. uh, i like how the son helps him like, the little boy's like here do it like yeah. that i happen to know how to play guitar here yeah. let me help you <laughs> the ghosts taught me the ghosts taught me how i to hear play. them all <laughs> I wish that they would have the only the only thing that I wish would have been a little bit different is the interaction with the cop in the cemetery. I don't know what I wish was different about that, but it felt unresolved to me. Yeah, I agree. I don't know that we needed that. Right. Um, Like I I get it's to like reinforce that like the kid has this gift and his dad has this gift and it's a new gift. But like, I feel like we already kind of knew that before we didn't need some like mysterious military man to like fill her in. Sure. Or I think even the sister could have filled those shoes. Sure. Um, that was the only part that felt like unresolved to me, but so minor. It was a strange choice to have a brand new character come up, not even really know the whole story behind this character. So he's a Mm -hmm. cop, but he has, you know, this, um, this psychic capability and he's part of some supernatural secret group, which I didn't really understand. And that Um, we never really hear anything else from. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that was supposed to be more of the movie but i'm assuming that i'd like to assume that in the book maybe that character is more developed um and interesting because i could i could see that being a thing and instead of because you know i think i think a lot of times excuse me i think a lot of times in movies that are based on novels they will sometimes combine characters Mm -hmm. you'll see it in like game of thrones for sure um I've seen it in a couple other books I've read uh, where there's too many characters in too little time to introduce all the characters. So they'll take the minor characters and merge them with major characters and have those major characters take on aspects uh, or take 
or cover what those minor characters may uh, may may push the story towards. Totally. So um, maybe that's part of it. Instead of merging that character, they they kept it. And maybe they filmed more. Who knows? Uh, I think that they probably could have merged that character with the sister. The sister could have easily known about some of this. Yeah. Uh, she's playing dumb uh, when he comes to visit her and she's all stoned. Um, but I think they could have easily turned that into she's not dumb. She knew what she was doing. And she didn't realize he already had this capability, which opened these doors. Um but maybe, but maybe it's unrealistic to assume that someone who can hypnotize people would also know about the paranormal. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the issue there. And I could see that also. No, I totally agree. I also really like kind of like the subtle humor that they have throughout yeah. the movie. Like in particular, when they're like digging up the backyard and the mom's like comes in and she's just like frantic because like the son's digging too. And he's like, we're digging. It's like, that's what we were told to do. And like Kevin Bacon's like, don't worry. He, it's not over there. Like, it's fine. <laughs> he's not going to find a dead body. Or when the neighbor guy's like, it's a rental. <laughs> yeah. That's like what I was thinking of the entire time. I was just like, oh, man, like that is a costly dig up. <laughs> I will say the 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 minor things that bother me here are with the ghost girl. Okay, our ghost girl, she's she looks like she has more of a smoky eye than that she's dead. Like she's a very uh, elegant ghost girl. She doesn't look quite dead enough or scary to me. Like she, she doesn't, doesn't look scary at all. Um it was a very are you afraid of the dark ghost? Yeah. Versus like a horror movie ghost. I think they could have pumped that up a little bit more. I think so too. What was this movie rated? Do we know? I don't know, but probably like, like PG-13, PG-13 or something. is what I'm thinking too. Yeah. It's definitely appropriate for kids. Uh there's a couple jump scares and there's a uncomfortable rape scene, but it's, oh, it's not- actually rated R. Is it really? Yeah. It must be because of the rape scene. But it's Cause nothing like, else is not that even bad. a like They don't yeah, show anything no. really, but you know what's happening. And the kids Yeah, probably, rated R for but, violent sexuality and language. I mean, I'm sure I was pretty young when I saw this. I was definitely very young when I saw this. I was like, what? And still all I remembered was the fingernail coming up. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't really like the, the but it's a very, uh, it's symptomatic of the 90s, the the herky-jerky ghost movements. It was. Could, that's a very 90s. It's a very thing. 90s thing. It's because of the, the ring. After the ring did it, everyone copied it. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't a fan of that part, but really that's it. Like, I could have done with the ghost being scarier. I could have done without the herky-jerky, but really everything else, I don't see much wrong was, with this. Yeah, no, me either. And Kevin Bacon is just a love. I just love him. Same. He's so good in this, too. He's the acting's really good in general. It is. I believe I think, everybody. I think the little boy... He was fine. He was fine. He's a little boy. Yeah. I've seen better kid actors, but... I mean... We all have Harry Potter, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't compare everything to Harry Potter. Nothing would be good at all, Carly. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm almost done with this book. I'm so excited. Good. Sorry. Thanks. We're on We're so on Harry good. Potter now. Yep. Come on, everyone. Catch Order up. I'm talking about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the Order of the Phoenix. I love it. I don't know why. I'm like, I can't stop listening to it. I haven't listened to any podcasts in like three weeks because I I'm, haven't listened to any podcasts in a while either. I'm just constantly listening to Harry Potter. It's and so I'm funny because like that was like literally the hardest thing for me, the hardest one for me to read. But just because that one woman is just so aggravating. There's a lot of horrible things happening, but it's so exciting. Like. Mm-hmm everyone stops giving a shit and i just love it it excites me how little everyone's giving a shit everyone becomes a badass and i appreciate that <laughs> it's true mm-hmm. oh 
Anyway, sorry. Enough back Harry to, Potter. Back to we're we're gonna get there. We're gonna get Harry this, Potter segue segue is ended. Let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah. I did some hand motions there. You guys missed it. Carly got to watch. I got to see it. Okay. Is there anything else? No. Oh, that house was eight hundred dollars to rent. That's- which seems very inexpensive to me to me I mean, it's, it's the 90s but still it's i was like gonna a say house. in the 90s that seems expensive maybe it's just because like i'm thinking of i rented a whole house well i guess that wasn't really a whole house i rented like a duplex and it was in portland and it was less than that where was How, this though where did this i thought this was chicago chicago okay so maybe that makes sense if it was like in the city also what town is this where you're friends with all your neighbors and right? they all come over and there's parties all the time and you walk together to some bar? Like they're very, they have such a sense of community in this town. It's true. I don't really understand it. Who are these people? <laughs> I mean, I grew up in a suburb and my parents were friends with like all the neighbors and we had like porch parties in the summer where we would like all the kids would play and the parents would drink on the porch like so i mean i understand it a little bit but like this not to is this not extent though this doesn't look like a suburb and it looks like all the neighbors are invited and everyone's hanging out and everyone knows each other it's just a little and weird. everyone's like really good friend. like it almost feels like everybody like grew up together yeah and like i don't know i grew up in the suburbs too and like i was friends with my neighbor hood kids because that's like who you hung out with but like my mom wasn't like burrowing down with anybody's parents like just because like they would talk and like have friendly conversations but you can bet that like nobody still talks you know what i mean like it seems like these people like i don't know your mother and i'm sure she's a lovely woman does she bro down (laughs) with anybody she bros down hard I don't know what I that means. But can I bro down with your mom? I absolutely. don't know what that means, but I, I want to. She will totally party with you in yes. a big way. Oh, let's do it. Next time she's in town. And then I'm she'll fall over. asleep. We're broing down. Promptly I, afterwards. Well, I mean, I always I always fall asleep when I bro down. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's like, you know, you go at it and then you're like, all right, I got to I'm going to go be back in a minute. You bro and then down tomorrow. and you take a nap. It's, it's just. The natural evolution of how it works. Then, yeah, as long as you are aware of the plan, we're good. <laughs> Let's do this. Bro down nap time. Yep. Done. That's how us old people do it. <laughs> and bro time. Bro down time. Bro down nap. Okay. <laughs> Should we move on? Let's do we do have it. more to say? I don't nope. even know. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> Who the hell knows? We're on a roll. Everyone's oh. entertained. Are you oh. not entertained? I say Ugh. as I raise my wine chalice to the ceiling. Oh, your wine chalice. That's what I call it. That looks <laughs> like an actual wine glass. Let me see that. It's got a thing on it. I didn't know you had actual wine glass. <laughs> this is the only one, probably. You're usually <laughs> drinking out of like a Star Wars mug or something. Usually a Star Wars <laughs> mug or like a mason jar because I'm that hip. Oh, you are so hip. Actually, you bro down, you take a nap, and I'm, then you drink out of a mason jar. I'm hip AF because my coffee shop gives <laughs> me mason jars to drink my iced coffee in, and then I take them home and drink my wine out of them. Wow. I find that very interesting. Can you hear birds in the background? I have like, I'm, I, I have can't. an evil bird. I have an evil bird issue. I have parrots. Are they evil? Sometimes they yell at each other. Do they? Well, this is different. We have uh, scrub jays, which look kind of like blue jays, but they're evil. Okay. And uh, one of them decided that they were going to build a nest um, somewhere around our house, in our yard somewhere, but close enough to our house that they think when we're in our house that we are a danger to their babies. You're invading. So they are constantly squawking at me and my cat and my husband and like knocking on the windows and they'll get oh. like right up in the window and squawk at you and it's way too hot here to keep your windows closed and also we're in the middle of construction and like changing out windows and doors and things oh my so God. We have well, no they fly into your house no but we don't have any blinds or 
curtains that we can close oh. to keep them from squawking at us so it's just like they're constant and like it starts at like 5 30 in the morning and goes to like eight o'clock at night and it's just like Mah! my poor cat she's stressed cat. out she's so stressed out about it <laughs> she needs she a made, xanax do you know the sound that cats make when they like want to attack something is it like the like almost back of their throat like snarl kind of no it's not a snarl it's like it's something really only cat owners here i don't i've never heard it until i owned a cat but it's very similar to this oh no i've never heard the clicking it's almost like it's almost like a dolphin that's so interesting i've lived with a few cats i've never heard that it's it's like it's a sound that she only it's very quiet and it's more like i'm going to eat you she's like i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah exactly Exactly. You don't know it yet. And a couple, and she's an indoor only cat, but there's a couple times I almost let her out to kill this son of a bitch because he <laughs> is bugging the shit out of me. You and me, girl, we're going to bring him down. <laughs> don't tell Carly. <laughs> oh my God. I never would. I never would. He's just protecting his babies. He's just doing what he thinks he's is doing right. his job, okay? But he's dumb. I don't want anything to do with his babies. <laughs> Get out of here, bird. It's just like another week or two until it's gone, I'm sure. Okay. That was a great segue into our next segment, which has everything to do with birds. True. The film is called Frailty. You might be familiar with it. It's from 2001. It's directed by Bill Paxton, uh, who is a very popular actor that most people know uh, in R.I.P. recently. I miss Bill Paxton. Um, You know, he did Twister and Aliens and Terminator and Predator 2 and Titanic and a bunch of other shit. Um, I don't know these other film, this other film he directed. It's called The Greatest Game Ever Played. And he apparently did a couple other shorts. Yeah, there Um, was one that I think was supposed to turn into a movie is what I it looked like but it never it never came into fruition interesting it's written by brent hanley who and frailty was his first screenplay he also wrote an episode for masters of horror and a short called day 73 with sarah the imdb summary is a man confesses to an imd to an imdb (laughs) (laughs) to an imdb murder what What are you saying? I don't know. A man confesses to an FBI agent his family's story of how his religious fanatic father's visions led to a series of murders to destroy supposed demons. Yes. Not only did Bill Paxton direct this, but he also acted in it. He was... He directed himself. He is a jack of all trades or a jack of all trades. I was so excited. So I had seen this movie, but forever ago. But the little boy that plays, I don't even remember his name. Not Fenton, but the other one. Yes. He. Adam. Adam. His name is Jeremy Sumter in real life. And he totally played Peter Pan in the like live action Peter Pan movie. Oh. And I was like super excited because I was like, it's baby Pan. (laughs) my god i couldn't place him you know who he reminded me of a lot was jonathan from uh who's the boss oh my gosh hilarious he looks a little bit like jonathan from who's the boss i was like so freaking excited um i haven't seen this in a really long time and i basically remembered none of it i i didn't even remember matthew mcconaughey was in it right away (laughs) and i I remembered the twist, but I didn't remember the plot. Does that make sense? Like, I knew at the end what was going to happen, but I didn't remember, like, how it got to that point. I remembered nothing from this movie to really? the point where, like, is I was watching a new movie. Really? I, well, that's not true, because I remembered a shed i remember I feel like I remembered like the 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 bald man murder, but like that was it. Mm. And I, like, knew what it was – I knew that, like, the the premise of, like, him thinking that God was telling him to, like, kill people. But that was really it. I didn't remember anything else. I like this movie because it it twists you in a way that you're not expecting a film like this to go. Mm-hmm. Um, did you Did you enjoy it, watching it this time? I really did. And I, I was like, too. I kind of always felt maybe this was just me remembering from when I'd seen it previously, but I kind of felt like I always knew 
what was going on when he was like telling the story mm-hmm. of like him and his brother and blah blah blah. Um, but I totally like the end. I totally forgot of um, like all the cameras being blurred whenever his face was on like the mm-hmm. screen or whatever. Yeah, I didn't remember that part. And like that how the really guy cool. who met him had no idea what he looked like and like i didn't remember those things from it and like i don't know like i really really liked this movie i don't know why it's been so long since i've seen it's not it's not a film to half watch though totally you need to like be in it (laughs) you you don't have a problem being in it though no it's not it's not a complicated story or anything but it's just really funny because i was watching this and tony was half watching it you know Mm -hmm. he was sitting next to me on his phone doing shit and um you know, the ending happened and he was like asking all these questions that didn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> I think he was just watching some of the scenes when they were younger and mm-hmm. none of the Matthew McConaughey scenes. And he missed like the whole like reveal at the end. He's so like, so, who's that guy? <laughs> so just a quick spoiler. Uh, if you haven't seen this, close your ears and, and fast forward five minutes. Um, but the basic plot is, you know, Bill Paxton is acting crazy, saying that God came to him and he needs to kill all these people who are actually demons and not people. And the one son believes him and the other son thinks he's crazy. And at the end, you find out, no, the father was really visited by God and really was doing these things. And the son is also good. And uh, so all the crazy people aren't actually crazy. They're really doing the right thing. Um, But like at the end, Tony's like, so did the cop get him and and everything turn out okay? And I'm like, no, the cop was bad. Like the cop murdered his mother. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and they were doing the right thing. They were killing demons. They were killing people, but the people were demons. It was really, they were really good people. And he was just like, what? I was like, did you watch the same movie? (laughs) You're like, you need to watch this. Like he watched parts of it and like drew his own conclusions. Anyway, it's it's not something to half watch. (laughs) No, you need to watch it because there's a lot of setup and there's, I mean, it's so good. There's a lot of times where we'll watch movies and I'll like be watching it and they don't really like pull me in at the beginning. And so I'm kind of like bored, but like I'm watching it and like sometimes I get into it. Sometimes I don't. But, like, this movie, I feel like I was just, like, I was, like, into it right from the beginning. Totally. I I think the characters are really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The writing in this is really great. Um, I, I, there's really very little wrong with it. I really don't see anything wrong with it. Um, I don't know. I think it's really, it's really well done. I, the characters are really engaging. The story is really engaging. Um, I like, and I, like I said, I like the twist and turn at the end. Um, it's pretty fast paced. Totally. Uh, it doesn't lag. Not, it doesn't it drag. It doesn't at all. And all of the character development happens fast, but mm-hmm. still, uh, works really well with the story. No, it's really good. I, I don't see anything wrong with it either, to be honest. I feel like it moves it, at a great pace. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't any questions that I have like you're watching it and you feel like you have all these questions and it I feel like it wraps everything up but without being over obvious about it like mm-hmm. it's it's not like over explanatory or like I don't know like in a way that can be cheesy like it's very everything makes sense I'm very satisfied at the end of it like but at the same time like you're just like holy shit I, and I really like how, like, at first, this is psychologically frightening, right? Totally. Like, this dad is crazy. This kid doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't want to get separated from his family, and he doesn't want anything bad to happen to his father, but he also doesn't want to be killing people. Like, you really feel for this kid and get connected to this kid, and at the end, like, the whole story just basically tumbles from there into a completely different story um it's true it's it's more psychologically frightening i'm like he's gonna make this kid kill someone Mm -hmm. and he's dragging his children into his craziness and this poor little boy like the younger brother is really believing everything um i like the scene where you know the youngest boy makes his own list of demons to kill yeah and that the dad is like 
uh, no, you isn't this the bully that bullies you on the playground? That doesn't mean he's a demon. There are bad people that aren't demons. Um, I really liked that. Um, and this kind of, I feel like, would kill it. It's almost like, you know, Steven Spielberg with, like, Jaws and not being able to show the shark until the very end just because of, like, technical difficulties. But, like, I guess Bill Paxton originally had wanted... Oops, sorry. I hit my microphone thing because I was just so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Originally, Bill Paxton had wanted when um, he touches the people for us, the audience, to see the wrongdoings that they had done. And then James Cameron came in and was like, no, you should just see him reacting to it. And Mm -hmm. then at the end, like, that's the reveal is like all these people were actually because if you if you spill that spill the beans early on, it's not as captivating as like letting them like you are wondering throughout the whole process. Is this dad fucking crazy because he seems really crazy. And then at the end, he was totally. actually like legitimately, you know, God or whoever was really having him like cleanse the earth or whatever totally true and the thing is like usually in films you see it the other way right where you really believe the characters and then they end up being crazy Mm -hmm. but in this film the people you think are crazy aren't crazy so good (laughs) so it's kind of cool because it's like it's totally the opposite of all the other films that you're being fed uh so it really has an even grander effect um and I and that was really the smart way to do it, I think, is to show it only at the end. Because if you show it throughout, I mean, then... It, it takes away the mystery. You, yeah, because then if you're seeing it throughout, then you don't know. And it's supposed to be from the older brother's perspective, and the older brother's not going to see shit. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Um, I also like... I like that because also... The, the, pro, the point of the film when Bill Paxton's character comes and gets this nurse woman who's about to leave for work and kidnaps her, um, you don't get the sense that he knows this person. And he had a list of names. And, uh, you know, it leaves the audience wondering, A, where did he get this list of names? Mm -hmm. And 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 like her address. Like he was like, I got there, no problem. Yeah, he like looks it up on in the yellow pages or not the yellow pages, but the the white pages uh, in the phone book to get their addresses. This is really interesting because it's like, you know, he had to drive like an hour or something to get her. And at that point, you, you kind of should suspect that he must have some sort of knowledge. Like how else would he... I mean, unless he's completely delusional, made up that name himself and happened to find one person with that name. Um, right. Or, it, I mean, we don't know how he got the list. We don't know if he opened the white pages and just randomly chose a bunch of people, you know. No, but there is a point when he is looking in the white pages, but he's looking up an address for somebody he already had written on the list. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that's true. He could have just looked them up in the white he pages. Like, Kids, during- I just got this list. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out where they live. Yeah. But like he also knew to like pick up that one guy in the uh, the grocery store parking lot or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that really mean man he he picked up. Oh, yeah. Really awful. Um, That was uh, the little boy's first kill. Yeah. And he was like his wife was right inside like you could hear him talking to her then it's like these guys have balls of steel just killing this guy right here or just yeah. grabbing this guy right here um i don't know i really i like it i think it's a really strong movie um it certainly withstands the test of time and is still really fun to watch even today that's all i got you got anything nope i concur I think it's good. Would watch it's again. Really fun. I would totally watch it again. I recommend it to anyone who hasn't watched it, even though I just kind of spoiled it. I mean, even even though I knew the ending, it was still fun to watch. Yeah, it's no, it's a really well. It's a well done movie. It's a very. Um, it's worth watching. For it sure. makes me a little sad that I didn't get to see that Bill Paxton didn't get to direct more films. So yeah. He obviously had a talent for it, and I mean, what else is Brent Hanley doing? This is good. He could be doing more shit. These guys could, well, 
Bill, <laughs> sorry, Bill Paxton can't. Brent Hanley could totally be writing more stuff. I think uh, this is a really good screenplay. It's weird that this was his first, and then he basically did not much else. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't done anything since two thousand seven. Wow. Since that short. Wow. He like wrote and directed it, and then that's it. Weird. Yeah. I wonder why. I wonder what the story behind that is. All right. Well, let's uh, let's close out that segment then and move on to our social media question of the week. Carly, what was our question this week? It was, if something paranormal was consistently urging you to dig a giant hole in your house, would you do it? Oof. On Twitter. First, oh, go ahead. <laughs> As I intersect there. On Twitter, we have Titania86, who says, no, why ruin nice floors? Plus, it's super hard work. If I started at all, I'd quit pretty fast. <laughs> At Bothcap and Ross says, I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work. MJ Hogan 29. Easy listeners. <laughs> I know. They're like, I just want to listen to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> says, only if I had plenty of orange juice. In all seriousness, I'd be more likely to move out than dig a giant hole. At Finn Horror says, no, but I could probably be talked into bringing dirt into the house to model geographic landmarks. All right, all right. I think that's, is that like a nod to uh, Close Encounters or something? That was mashed potatoes. Cheers to you, sir. I don't know. I'm confused. Continue. At the Giant Bee With You says, nah, that's basically digging your own grave. It's oh, an interesting way to, to see it. I think so. In Instagram, we have at Black Cat Horror Moon me bleh, bleh, bleh. Horror Moons <laughs> Horror Moons Black Cat Horror Meme says, "Sure, could be a ghost pirate telling me where he buried his booty." Yar, I like that explanation. I don't know why you'd think that, but okay. At Nikolai Luthbeast says, "I'm pretty sure that I would just dig right through the ceiling of the apartment beneath me." So that's a no. Stupid paranormal entity, go haunt the people living on the ground floor instead. <laughs> Good point. Uh, at Kung Fu Dracula says, dig it and put a haunted toilet over the hole. Ooh. What is a, what is a haunted toilet? I mean, it's a thing, apparently. It's a thing that people have. What? <laughs> yeah, what makes it haunted? At are, there, are there toilet ghosts? I guess. What I do know. they do? Do they like, do they like grab your butt? And you're pooping. Ooh, they're so <laughs> they're handsy, is what they are. <laughs> um, at spacebug.co says, I don't know. That usually just ends in a shitload of bodies, so maybe. Okay. Uh, at Paul Travers thirty seven says, Can I hire someone to dig it? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Why not? Um, at the dog boy says, If Satan was in the hole and was going to grant me unholy guitar playing abilities, yeah, I'd grab a shovel. The the the. <laughs> The conclusions these people are jumping to is is um, strange to me. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> On Facebook, we have Brent S. that says, do I get an excavator? My hands are too pretty for a shovel. <laughs> oh, I want to see Brent S.'s hands now. Is now, he a hand yeah, model? He's definitely a hand model. It just makes me think of George Costanza in oh. his hand model moment from Seinfeld. Oh, that makes me think of a... Uh, of, uh... I lost it. She lost it. Oh, I hope the, it. I hope it comes back to you. The uh, model guy, and he's the Saturday Night Live guy. I got no things for you. I'm drinking so much wine. I have zero support. I apologize. <laughs> Terrible support character. I, just I failed. Mind. I'm gonna hope you remember as I read John W. Jr.'s <laughs> comments. Uh, he, yeah, why not? If nothing down there, then I'll turn it into a swimming pool. He's looking on the bright side. Okay, uh, Don R says, no, I ain't afraid of no ghost. I am. I don't think I would do it. But if we're going by Stir of Echo rules, then the ghost would just get more aggressive. Yeah. So maybe I've seen enough horror movies that I I would. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think I would because I live in a rental and my landlord would be real mad at me. Plus spiders. <sighs> Well, plus spiders. Yeah, I don't like those guys. Definitely spiders. You know, I I don't, I've dug multiple holes recently. <laughs> Namely, a giant hole in our front yard to repair a sewer pipe. Fun. 
Me and my husband are DIYers. Actually, my husband's a DIYer, and I'm I try to help. But you um, dig holes, and that's great. Fuck, I did, but I don't know that I could dig one in my house. You know, because it's like. Maybe if I had a basement, because it wouldn't matter as much, but we don't have basements here in California. I will tell you, I would be mega pissed if I dug out my backyard, dug out my living room, attempt like bought a jackhammer and was like going to town in my basement. And then like she was in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Why couldn't you just have been more specific? Yeah. Why did you tell me to dig? When you're in the freaking wall, you're in the fucking wall, bitch. Like, if you really want me to find you, show me images of you in a wall with bricks, and I'll figure out that it's it's It's, a you're you're totally right, Carly. You're totally right. I'd been emotional about it. You know, I, I it depends. Are my floors refinished yet? Because currently, I don't think I would need to break through the floors because I have like a crawl space under my house. I could probably just crawl under there, which A, I'm never going to do because there's fucking cockroaches and shit down there and there's no fucking way. See? But I might be able to get someone else to do it. (laughs) But then you'd have to like go in your crawl space and dig, right? Yeah, no, I wouldn't like do it. it. Wouldn't I would just hire be someone else. Chill in there. Well, then, so yeah. you're in the same boat as like the maybe I'd get someone else to do it. That's true. You know, my husband has tried many times to get me to crawl under the house, and there's no fucking way. <laughs> Hell no, is all I'm saying. He keeps saying. trying. He keeps telling me like he can't fit under there, and he's too big, and he needs me to go under there to like turn on or off whatever there is, or do whatever the thing is. And I keep telling him like, no, we will hire a tiny person to go under. There. I am not under any circumstances going under the house. And he still tries. I don't know why he still tries. There's no fucking way. There's no, there's nothing I can think of. Maybe if my cat gets stuck under there. But even then, I think I'm calling someone else to come get her. Kenobi goes under my little office house and I just will bribe him with treats to come out. Yeah. See, that's what treats are for. Cats are different though. You can't really do that with cats. Just leave a can of tuna out. Because she'll just kind of freeze until you go away, and then she'll come out on That's her what own. I'm saying. Just leave a can of tuna out. You're fine. That's true. She doesn't like She doesn't like fish. She well, likes meat. There you go. Just leave some like, burger like, out. I like don't know. steak and like chicken and shit. Yeah. Just make her why. a filet <laughs> and just leave it out. I'm a vegetarian. I don't make filets. Don't. I mean, it's fine. Just get her, <laughs> get her that fancy feast. Fancy feast. Lay it out. I don't know. Cats are carnivorous, so they eat that shit. They are. They're kind of crazy. Okay. <laughs> this has been a really fun episode. <laughs> Aren't you glad we recorded now? Super glad. Thank Super you. Super good. Wine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were thanking me, not the wine. It was the paw that did it. It was the paw. The paw? Z. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I just finished said, my wine, so. You said paw like a puppy paw. I'm going to need a nap soon because we just broed down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back. You thought it was gone. Oh, that was really good, Carly. Thanks. <laughs> should we should we talk about other things or should we just close out? Because I, mean, I, I, mean, really, I saw Hereditary. Oh, me too. I saw it. it. Are we going to talk about that, though, or should we make it like a like a Patreon thing? I mean, I just kind of want to talk about it a little bit. Okay. And that, I really liked it. I really liked it, too. I really liked it. Jumanji Kid, though, was, like, great. The boy? Yep. Okay. I really, it just, like, it wasn't at all what I expected, but I still really enjoyed it. I don't think I was really, I don't know if I was expecting, okay. I wasn't expecting it. Oh, I can't even like say what I want to say because I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil no it spoilers for anyone. Um, but I almost was half expecting it just to be based on like other A24 movies that we've seen. Like it comes at night. I was almost expecting it to be just more of like mental horror. Yeah. Because it really doesn't kick in at all until probably like past the three quarter point, you know? is where everything kind of starts to really unfold. Sure. And so when I was watching it, um, 
I was definitely kind of, I was great with where it was going, but I, I was like also okay with the fact that I kind of just planned on it being more of just like emotional horror fuck. Right. And I feel the same way. And the funny thing is, is I told Tony, my husband, I told him and he was like kind of reluctant to go and... I really didn't want to go by myself. And a lot of times I'll go by myself, but this, for some reason, I just didn't want to go by myself. And I was like, you know, just come with me. It'll be fun. And it's like, it's going to be creepy, but not scary. He doesn't like jump scare movies. He doesn't like really scary movies, but he likes, you know, he likes creepy movies. So it's like, you know, just come. It's going to be creepy. It won't be scary at all. And uh, like, as I'm watching it and it gets like scarier and scarier, I keep looking at him like, fuck, I'm sorry. Fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we okay? <laughs> it was like, cause he was like covering his face and shit. And uh, don't kill me, Tony. But he was, he was legit covering his face. And, um, and I was like, oh man. But then after he loved it, he's like, that's going to be a cult favorite for a long time. Um, it's weird and it's creepy. It's super original. Um, it's got like some Rosemary's Baby vibes, mm -hmm. but it doesn't steal from Rosemary's Baby, which I really like. It's totally. just like it's just like a lot of fun to watch. Uh, there's some really horrific shit that happens, and some really creepy shit. Some um, super creepy shit. Tony oh, Collette, I, ten out of ten. Like her. holy shit, her performance is just like so honest and moving yeah. and like intense and i really i was honestly surprised because like obviously like we watched the trailer and it it's so much better than the trailer it which is. is great i mean good you know but yeah. like i wasn't you know obviously like i was like oh that's jumanji kid and i kind of like half like dismissed it but he was like like their relationship was so disjointed, but in the like the best way. Like they had yeah. such a good chemistry with interacting so little, if that makes sense. It like, does. I I don't know. I just felt like it was super honest. I already told you that like Gabriel Byrne or whatever, like almost killed it for me. He was I, I wasn't connected to his character at all. Like his accents were all over the place. I also didn't really like him to be honest, but like everything else, like I totally was like super sucked into. I didn't notice that about Gabriel Byrne. Um, it was like the I first one, he had, like he was like very, like he was like, you know, trying to be an American. I know he's not an American actor, but he was like, had that accent, but then he was like almost Irish and then he was almost over here. I couldn't quite put my finger on his accent, but I, I, I thought he had an accent throughout. I just wasn't sure what it was, mm -hmm. but that's just me. Like, I, I thought it was just me. Like, I don't know accents. Yeah. No, um, I have a weird ear that like, I, like, pick up that kind of stuff. Well, like, yeah, I don't think totally, it would be I'm sure you're right for anyone because else. you know those things more than I do. <laughs> um, but it didn't really bother me. Also, he doesn't have a lot of lines. Like, totally. he honestly, um, I thought he was a good, solid uh character though i think the characters were really good i think the writing was really good the um, writing was great the script was great i i really like i don't want that minor criticism to like take away from how much i really enjoyed this movie like i sure. left the theater i feel like there were points where i was literally watching it and my mouth just dropped because i was just like what the fuck yeah like holy shit totally worth watching you guys it's so good like and i don't want to like push it on like you as you know giving it like this like rave review but like i just if you watch it you'll you'll just get it yeah i mean i've heard some people saying it was overhyped and um but everyone's gonna say that i mean i didn't really think it was overhyped i heard that it was good <laughs> and yeah. then it was good and then i felt good about it like i, I don't <laughs> yeah i mean i was i, I was super hyped to see this movie just because i mean we've we talked about the trailer on a trailer trash talk yeah you know we'd already said like this looks super solid and i just i don't know like i i don't think that you can necessarily unless you like get it spoiled for you which I don't know if that's like really a possible thing to have happen, but like sure. it moves so yeah, well and it it's, it's really the performances that are so, so I feel like even if you know the story, even if you know what happens on paper, like it's really just the process of like going through it that it just sure. makes this movie so good. Totally. It's a final girl recommend. <laughs>
There you go. Yes. All right. So next week, we're doing some movies. Um, since we're starting to get into the hot weather, let's do some cold movies to keep us cool. Ooh, listen, watching your air conditioned house. <laughs> there you go. I don't have air conditioning, so <laughs> just I'll sit there and go. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be watching Frozen, not the musical Frozen. Could you, you will imagine not be building any snowman? Could you imagine someone's like, "This just seems off topic for you." Do you wanna build a snowman? Yes. Nope, not that one. I do though. Oh, love other forever. Frozen <laughs> from Prime. It's on uh, Amazon Prime, Prime Video, whatever you want to call it, as well as Tubby TV, which is free if you don't have Amazon Prime. Um, but you will have to watch commercials, so deal with that. Um, and we're also going to be watching The Devil's Pass, which is on Shutter, um, and called maybe called something weird. It has another name. Uh, I only have ever known it as the Devil's Pass, but it has like another name, like the. It's like a foreign name. I'm looking it up right now. Russian name yeah, experience yeah. or something like that. Uh, the Dyatlov Pass incident. Incident, uh-huh. even. Sure, but the Devil's Pass is really uh, the normal so, yeah. name I know it by. Um, both, I think, are worth watching. Uh, from the last time I watched them, which was a long time ago. So I've never we'll see. seen The Devil's Pass, but I remember liking Frozen, and we all know I'm a little judgy. So, but I, I think it, I, I don't know. I not that judgy. It. I'm kind of more judgy than you are sometimes. <laughs> We're both kind of judgy. I guess that's the whole point. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So yeah, uh, check it out. Those will be good. Okay, so until next week, then I am Amy and I'm Carly. Bye. Bye.